0: Okay, welcome to Mystery AFL Theatre 2014, or 2.014. Uh, this is uh, the GWS Giants, and we've picked the round one win over the Sydney Swans. So if you go to clickinballs.com and look for um, MAT2K, you can get all the links to the AFL Smart Replay. We're looking at round one, um, and we're gonna press play in three, two, one. Guys, wait, is it is 2015 year, though. So Yes, but this game is from 2014. Oh, that makes sense. Um, we can't really review the 2015 yet, seeing as they haven't started. I already have. Um, I, I've actually got a confession here. I think this will be the first time I've ever watched a GWS game from start to finish. Mm. Oh, or actually, i am that boat too. I've never, I, they're the only team I've never actually been to a game live for yet. Um, but uh, there's the a couple of times they've played Hawthorne. Um Oh no, I did watch one. It was down in uh, Tassie. I had a couple of friends from Sydney who were GWS members who came down, um, thought they'd come to Melbourne to go to the game, and found out it was in in Tassie. (laughs) (laughs) So we watched it on TV, and then we went to um, a different game of the MCG instead. Is there a more Sydney name than Roberts Thompson? Oh no, it's got private school dripping all over it, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. He's got to be the most useless... Dual premiership player there's ever been, but anyway he plays at this one. Fuck them. All about GWS today. He sure was a good pickup I thought for him.
1: Yeah. Value. got yeah.
0: him for a Big Mac. Um Yeah, well after you know he pissed off Buckley and um, we got rid of him. Um, actually it, was, no, it wasn't this game. Um It was the other time they played Sydney. He got knocked the fuck out by Tippett. Yeah, Ted is known for being a hard bastard. I've no idea who knows him like that. But no, you're going to say nobody. He, uh, I, I, he wrote that on a toilet wall. You probably wrote it himself. That, that's the only way. What's he's his handwriting? No, nah, because he, he's been knocked out a bunch of times. He's actually in a lot of oh, trouble. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's good. Jeez, you did so that's why right. GWS get that sort of movement and it looks spectacular. Well, they've got a lot of talent. They just they've got nothing in the middle. They have got young talent and old talent. <laughs> that's what Everyone said that once they they get the mature bodies and that's going to happen all at once. jeez, they're going to be tough. Yeah, they just got to hang on to them. Um, cause we'll go through it later on with their ins and outs over the uh, off season. They've lost a lot of players, you know. Um, and the big one is obviously Tom Boyd, um, but uh, that's going to be their challenge the next couple of years. I think they're going to they're going to be fi- finals next year. i will put them down as. Um, it won't be easy, but I tell you, you get the young boys up and about. I tell you what, Devin Smith loves a goal, doesn't he? Look at that. There's a bit of Boomer Harvey about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, he's got the same sort of um, same sort of way he goes about his footy and uh, same. Uh, it's a dislike of the handball inside 50. <laughs> the, the Kevin Bartlett syndrome, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> or they could start calling it the Boogal-Harvey syndrome, it keeps going to be the end of the year. Yeah, it's a pretty easy free kick from uh, Franklin there. Um, I think Phil Davis actually does an awesome job in this game, and then he's severed his liver or something in this one. Seven kidney, his liver. Oh, uh, kidding it was. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It, it was scary enough anyway. I kept him uh, in the hospital for a couple of nights. She said, well, how often have the umpires done ordinary-ass bounces like that? Yeah, we've spoken about this before. I don't get it. Um, how they recall... Yeah, they want the bounce because it's the, the randomness and it's tradition and all that. Great. And then if it's too random, though, recall. Like one or the other. Either you bounce it and wherever it goes, that's it. Or you throw it up. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense while we've got the current Ruck rules of you have to be... In that circle. And... Yeah. have to be in the circle. Um, you have to be opposite. If you're going to have the random, let them line up where the fuck they want. If he wants to run from the opposite direction, let him go. Yeah, and, and don't recall the bounce. If it no. goes off sideways, it's sideways this one. where you go. All right. AFL hey, get on it. Let them line up wherever the fuck they want. Primus isn't playing anymore so you don't need that bullshit. The, this is the third... Um, mystery AFL theatre we've done, and again, it's a Fox game, which just tells you that we're looking at the lower end of the ladder, really. Yeah. Oh, Bronx cheers already. We're three minutes into the game, they're giving Bronx cheers. It's very interesting. This is obviously... Oh, i now. Oh, 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 i tell you what, there's a little elbow there, but get away with I think it was an air swing, but this <laughs> was close. Yeah, yeah, it didn't connect. Um, Yeah, this is round one, where obviously Franklin's first game for the Swans, and all the uh, whispers and rumours that um, he was uh, a bad influence on the team, and um, Hanabry, remember, had to have the chat, the settle down champ? Um, Every team needs that bloke. Like, (laughs) the one that says, don't fuck up my club. No, Hanabry was the one who was fucking up. Oh, yeah. They had to tell him. Uh, this is GWS versus Hawthorne Reserves. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's good PCM rate. He's going to be an interesting player for the Swans. Yeah, how they, uh, they use him. It's just the option when Buddy's getting double teamed. Or triple teamed. It must be funny to be like the uh, in the forward line for the swans if you're not tippet or franklin because you're not really expected to do a hell of a lot i'd imagine you, you don't know. get paid <laughs> no bloody money left True sure enough nice button yeah. hook no it's just a good it's um a good kick to kick, kick into advantage there's no uh, no awesome. error from the back in there you don't reckon he's having a shot <laughs> yeah of course he was <laughs> Um, I was just thinking earlier, um, with all the, the crap going on with Port Adelaide and um, uh, Richmond late in the year about flash jumpers, from back, GWS and Sydney, not really that dissimilar. Uh, you reckon there'd be something said about it. You no, know, red, red versus orange. bright yeah. orange? Black shorts though, red shorts. Oh, fuck it. Man. Playing on... Playing on the, uh, the US captain. Yeah. But plenty of people have opinions about him, but he can play. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt he's a top quality, is, a hall, hall of Fame level player. I mean, there's good players, there's elite players, and then there's unique, and he's unique. Um, Actually, there's how there's many? There's many who else would be the elite-level left-foot full-forwards? I'd like to Google that shit, but... I'm trying to think who else is a left-footer. <laughs> um, I don't know, right-footers being the more common one. Well, I mean, I think Roughhead's a left-footer, and he, uh, he won a Coleman. Yeah. I'm not sure if Jeremy Cameron is. Well, let, let's run back in here, then. Like, all the legendary back. AFL footballers, uh, AFL full-forwards I can remember, were righty. Uh, Matty Lloyd who was a left footer and he kicked 900 goals, um, soft as, but still it's a legendary 900. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure he sure that was, oh, that was a wonderful handball. See, that's what they, they've done better on their second generation of uh, experienced stars GWS. I mean, the, the, when they first came in the competition, oh, they were a little bit of um, a retirement home, um, you know, they've had guys like um, uh, Stephen Gillum that went up there um, who wasn't getting a game for the Hawks and, you know, he was a premiership fullback, um, but uh, just not quite um, AFL standard at all the time. And he actually pulled the pin this year and retired. Um, but, you know, he sure he well with a month. It was a brilliant pickup for him and they were lucky to get him, you know, Franklin forced him out. Wasn't Malczewski out of contract in the last year? Yeah, yeah, he's gone to Gold Coast. Yeah, that's what I mean. Whatever Gold Coast they paid him, worth it. Yeah, yeah, but, it's yeah but he's 32. Yeah, but... I reckon too. He's I think... Um, yeah, he's 32. But he could still have three, four years left in him. He? He'd be a good um, yeah, development coach and that kind of stuff as well. And plus, how how rare are good backers? A, a yeah, good yeah, back win yeah. will win you the game. Uh, it, maybe they're not as uh, glorified as the good full forwards, and we are pretty spoiled with full forwards in this era at the moment. Um, phenomenal talents. Well, I think that we're actually on the cusp of the next era. I mean, because, you know, we were growing up watching it. You'd have Lockett, Ablett, Dunstall, uh, even Tony Modric. you kick bags each week. You know, one of them was kicking ten. And they get thumped in the back of the head by the back of the whole yeah. side. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. Um, and then we've sort of seen, you know, people are lamenting oh, that yeah. um, it, it's now a team full of midfielders. Oh, now I think the keyboard is coming back into vogue Because you've got, look at the screen right now, you've got Jonathan Patton. Um, if he gets everything right about his body, he is just going to monster things. Yeah. Um, you've got Patton, you've got uh, Danaher, if he if his coordination catches up to his frame, he'll be, he'll be fantastic. You've got Tom Boyd, um, he's not playing this game, he might play again for GWS. Um, so, there's, there's almost the, the next era. Oh, Jeremy Cameron, of course. Um, so, I reckon, you know, in the next five years, we're going to see those big um, bags of goals kicked again. Um, so, it all be good, you know. You know how the football does it. Uh, it works in cycles like that. I think a lot of it now is the rise of the small forward. Um, the small mobile forward gets a lot of goals now, not as much as the uh, spearhead. But each team will have maybe two spearheads and four or five small golfing rovers. Well, in the last couple of years, we've seen, you know, Bruce, uh, Ballantyne, um, you know, kick, kick, kick a big bag of guys. Lindsay Thomas, you know, he yeah, was yeah. leading the Coleman, I think was it in 2013. He was leading the yes. Coleman for half the year. Yeah. And then it, he kind of spent the other half on his belly. Yeah, yeah his fortunes dived. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're talking about the recycle players at GWS. Josh Hunt was another great one. Um, he, oh, he's value. A bit, Absolutely value. He's a bit like Stewie Jew. Not around the guts, but he's got a big booming boot, and that's what you've, you've better traded for. Oh, buddy, good tackle you so much. I tell you what, it's not bad to get a crowd out there because it's uh, game one of the season, and there is an absolute monster thunderstorm coming uh, after the quarter time break. So... Uh, if they knew that was coming and they're still rocking up, that's that's actually a really good sign for GWS. That kind of crowd. So this is GWS's third year in the competition and they went uh, six wins and 16th. The first time they got off uh, got off a wooden spoon in their existence. Um, I didn't pick them for six wins at the start of the year. Uh, I I reckon if you had a a tenor on them winning every week you still would have made a profit. You would have made a profit on this game. I reckon they might have covered you for the majority of the year. <laughs> I do like how they got a bit of venom in them, too. Well, apparently, even from day one, they were some of the smart talking um, from uh, all the all the players. It's one thing to be you know have that little bit of um, gumption and you know, a bit of smart talk, but when you get thumped every week, you yeah, maybe give it yeah, quite a little bit later. But, uh, you know, six wins this year, uh, up from one in the oh, previous geez, year, it's not a bad right. effort. Yeah, there you go, just the big, bigger bodies. But that's what I mean, too. Um, if you go with the smart talk and it gets in the opponent's head when they're thinking, jeez, we can't lose to these guys, they almost make it happen themselves. And though, I think GWS are, are going to have a lot to say in who makes the finals this year. If not making it, they'll be the gatekeepers. Yeah, they're in there in rounds, I reckon. Um, you know, like you said, fourth year, so the players that were there from the start, now should be... They've lost that excuse that we knew. Um, there'll be expectations on a, on a lot of them. You know, there's also going to be value on a lot of them, too. So if they do need to trade next year... Rather, oh, geez, that's not bad. Please take that. What the fuck was he looking at? What's the field umpire going to say? He was way... age away.
1: You no, should take that.
0: Around, Pop, here, bang. bang. Yeah, that's great stuff. It's yeah. yeah. the best work he's done since yeah. the nightclub at Carlton. Yeah, Very handy
2: Carlton
0: It is kind of funny when to, uh, you know you get uh, 18, 19, 20 year old kids pulling in lazy 150 grand a year, and they're surprised when they go up and get pissed on by yeah. Fuck that! I was. I think when I was that age I was pulling in eight grand a year and I managed to get pissed every weekend. That would have been four and a half of that eight grand would have been off the books too. Through pop makes pop on oh, the old handshake. That was a nice little handoff. Yeah, but obviously the best pickup uh the DWS we, we touched on it was uh, Shane Monthly. Um, Pushed out of the He would have absolutely loved this first game against the old team.
1: It's
0: good to see there's still a role in modern footy for the big lumbering um, ruckman. they had two of them this year. Yeah. he retired at the uh, end of the season, Josh? Hunt. I wonder yeah. if he's always been talking about him going over and becoming a punter. Punter? Yeah. Well, he's got a massive boot. A massive fucking unit in general. Yeah. Imagine him and all the padding and everything in the NFL. Yeah, I don't know if you put much of it on him. I tell you, what, no, they they have padding the fit him, um, width wise, but not height. Yeah. I don't know. It looked like odd jobs. Actually, it does look like odd jobs. I'm excited about this start. Of course, it was. And a lot of us come out of the middle of the ground. 4 2, they leave the Senate fairnesses. That's
1: given them the opportunity to all of a sudden put Sydney under a little bit of pressure. Have
0: the ball going the way they want it to go forward, and they're they're making the most of their opportunities. it be super impressive. Ooh. Absolutely. And that sort of kick awesome. Yeah, no, no play that, play was that was that out.
1: That was out. I reckon you got that. Um, um,
0: bullshit.
1: Bullshit.
0: That was the umpire going, Ah, but it shoots his confidence down for quite a while. Um, we're gonna get a game next week. How'd you make his season? 'Cause he was all Australian in twenty thirteen. And this is the 2014 campaign where we didn't hear as much about it. Still led GWS in goalkeeping, though. Well, I think a lot of that was, you know, GWS did have a not a great season with injuries. So people taking opportunities off him weren't as heavy. Um, you mean this year, uh, 14 or 13? 14. 14, yep. yep. Um, and 13 as well, I guess. But they. Mm, I, I don't think he's quality All Australian level at the moment. Well, he was. you oh, put that one down. In 2013, when he made All Australian, he kicked 60. Oh, what do I got? 62, 62 goals. And this year he kicked uh, 29, oh, which, right. uh, funnily enough, is the exact same amount he kicked in 2012. So three years of GWS, Jeremy Cameron's won their goal kicking three times. Not a bad effort, I guess, but 29, 62, and 29. Yeah, look, I, I think this season will tell the story. Like, if they are going to go where they, uh, I and other people think they can go, he needs to kick a bag, and also needs to get assists. Yeah, they need to get Patton back on the on the field. Um, by all accounts, he's doing it all right in um, preseason after. Oh,
2: why would you?
0: I tell you what, that that's a horrible option from a from a senior player. You got a free kick dead in front, thirty out. and He wants to have a off the side of the boot, round the corner. Anyway, um, yeah, Jonathan Patton, after rupturing his ACL for the third time, um, completed a time trial over the weekend. So he, he's up and about in his mobile, and probably you know first half of the season rather than um, end of the season. We should see him back. Which is good because he's an absolute monster of a unit. What's Patton's nickname? The General. Should, should be General, general Patton. Fucking, should be the fucking tank. There's a Patton tank too. Is it named after General Patton by any chance, the tank? I find it highly likely. Yeah, eventually. Well, well, no, they're interested. Rhys yeah. <laughs> Palmer, another recycled player. You won the North Rising Star at Frio, and then sort of never went on. Which is an interesting thing. Look at all the Rising Star winners and how many have gone on. I think a few of them have. Yeah, sure. Well, but I think Chris Grant was the first one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buckley won it one year with um, Brisbane, <laughs> and then left because he wanted to play in the Premiership. I think we're we'll still laughing about that one in twenty years' time. Well, he still won't have a premiership in 20 time. <laughs> there he is, Stewie Jew, the man. Horse. Do you think there's two late? going? Apparently, he got his nickname not for his face. He could have, bro. He, he, he could very well have got off that face. Or at least in their that's but a good good nice and tight uh, game, game. You know, that's very much the Swan style in and tight. And uh, GWS are matching him. Oh, jeez. Oh, Put off by the thunder. That's okay, oh. Mitchell. Oh. So is it was a, a year of first for GWS, with six wins? It's the first time they got off the bottom, uh, finishing 16th. It's also the first time they've had back-to-back wins in their existence. Rounds 13 and 14. So if you're out in the middle and you've seen that lightning standing in a nice little drizzly global, <laughs> nice little puddle. I think you'd be getting away from the goalpost, wouldn't you? i well, he away from the fucking goalpost, there. Eh? Are the goalposts made of wood? No, they used to be, I don't think they are anyway. No, I'm pretty sure Lee Matthews killed that idea. I don't know for sure, but I, I think they're like a P V C now. Or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think they're supposed to be light, so um, I'm quite sure they're not metal, but...
1: Ah, who knows. They
0: might have changed them from wood when the Waverly thing happened, they burned one. Some of our
1: listeners may not have
0: been alive then, and, well, Google that shit. I think it was like 97 or something, wasn't it, when the lights went out at Waverly? Yeah, and you know what? Some of our listeners weren't alive then. (laughs) Yeah. do you remember the teams? I do. Uh, Saint Kilda. Yep. And Essendon. Was it? Yeah, because remember they came back and played the rest of the game during the week. Jimmy Hurd was injured, and they put him in for the. That's right. There uh, was a controversy when they finished off the rest of the game. They put him back in. It was a bit weird, but anyway. Oh, uh, that was very much a make it up as you go along sort of thing. Yeah, well, I, I don't think they had uh, anything in their. Official AFL handbook on how to handle that. <laughs> I, I love the fact how, yeah, let's go out, let's riot, yeah, everyone sort of jump on the field and
2: when yeah, the goalposts yeah.
0: got taken down. If that happened in, imagine if that happened in Premier League soccer, but London would still be burning. Well, the lucky thing is in the Premier League soccer they don't play night games. Otherwise, yeah, <laughs> they've shown what they can do. Would it matter if it go through the whole day, whole night? Leon Cameron's first year at the helm of the uh, GWS too. He's got to say, he's got some um, bragging rights. He's doubled the amount of wins that she'd have got in two years. <laughs> God, just
1: man-held in there. Oh. Jesus. Yeah, it's not a bad effort at
0: Not a bad effort at all. Nah, it's bullshit from the past. But so defenders, there's not much you can do about that. No. It pisses you off. You play the odds. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'll push him. You, know, yeah. you can have that. Alright, yeah. Alright, you're on your right boot, in the pocket, running out. If you're good enough, it's there. Yeah. And it's good enough. In this weather, you'd, you'd tip against it 99.5 times a runner. You want to get your goals in before oh, yeah. the, uh, the... It's deluge. a mongrel-looking bastard, too. But it's worth just as many as a sweet kick. Yeah, telling everyone how good it was.
1: What a fucking wind.
0: Yeah, bugger that. He must have been trying to pass.
1: Nah, you don't know Billy McLean. He's
0: another one of Kevin Bartlett's school of thought. Yeah, fair enough. It would be good uh, next year with um, the GWS and a bit more experience down back. Um, one of their off-season pickups was Joel Patful. Um, oh. No, maybe there. Crack. um Who might have flown under the radar of a lot of people, but he's a dual best and Ferris at Brisbane. Um was uh, not last year, but two years before that. He's on the tour. It's Josh Hunting's always going to the tour. Seek that tour bin lad. Oh, I was right. <laughs> He might have gone the tour. Hasn't uh, turned out so well. Unless, of course, you're listening, Josh Hunt. In which case, it was beautiful, perfect. Right and on, and uh, yeah, oh, I put it do down. more often, mate. What well Might just hold this one up for this time, fellas, rather than have the snap. It is funny how the, the full sleeve tats and everything have been fashionable now. And, you yeah, you've got guys like, you know, Beam, Swan, well, okay, most of Kongo. Hunt, with yeah. With it, And then you see Hunt and then you're thinking... There's a lot more ink in these arms than there are from Beam, Swan. Yes. <laughs> a lot more surface area. Less percentage of body tattooed, more ink was used. And he seems like the sort of bloke where he'd wander in and get it done by some big Tongan guy doing the old school hammer and uh, tap sort of method. That yeah, were well, prison tats. No, they played for Geelong, not Collingwood. No, traditional tats. Like, you know, where they... they oh, the tribal ones. Yeah, them, yeah. Right? You know, none of this modern fancy equipment. Just, uh, you know, some pins made out of sharks you caught. Ink from, I don't know, ground up obsidian. And, uh, the pattern just came to them in a hallucinatory dream or something. Oh, well, it always looks like he's got up to his wrist in his arsehole. <laughs> well, you know, um, if that's what uh, gets him up and about for the game. Um, but I like how he's putting ice on the back of his neck, you know, just make sure everything's cool. It's about to be an absolute deluge there, and I bet temperatures are probably around the 3 degrees. Just what you want in a big bag of ice. you lovely. Maybe you just fucking hates <laughs> him. Oh, fuck this prick. That'll learn him. I wonder if the Medicos ever feel like that, because I imagine the Medicos are on a lot less than the players, and the Medicos are there like, fuck this, (laughs) four years of med school, another two years training, ten years of experience, I've saved thousands of lives in my lifetime, and this prick in kick footy gets paid twice what I do. No, I think most of the docs, they're on a good quid. I don't think they mind that much. All they have to do is fix up knees and shit. Maybe that's why Doc Larkin keeps saying, oh, he's out for 10 weeks. Oh, out for 4 weeks. Next week he's in. Maybe just hoping. Fist on that, and you see from the centre there, they're starting to
1: dominate.
0: The last six clearances have gone to Swan's favour. Yes, I think if you were watching this game when it actually happened, about me, you'd expect that uh, Swans would kick the next ten or so, and that's just the way it will be for you know GWS and, and the Swans. But, uh, yeah, who knows what uh, what effect this massive thunderstorm had? It's funny to think that a come from behind win is generally more satisfying than when you're out in front the whole day. but When you're out in front the whole day, that's a better game for you. You've played. Much uh, more, much more effectively. But you haven't had that gut check. Yeah. Um, it's really oh, there he goes.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Some of the goals he kicked this year, you know, from two steps from 60 and just belting them through. This makes you so. Yeah. Even as somebody that doesn't go for risk, so disappointed that he went down with the knee again. Uh, as a football fan, I really, really hope he's not one of those cool kind of beings. Because, he could be anything. He, he's Kelly-esque. Now, I know they say that about every big forward that comes through, but the way he moves and his size. Even his build. Yeah. Um... And in remembering a, a young Kerry when he played, he did that. He had that ability to pack Mark, to... He was captain at 21 or something, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I And mean, Patton's, I think he's 20 this year, so... I've no idea who appointed him captain, but they've just gone, this us kick him play, let's run with him. I think Kerry appointed himself captain. I don't think anyone anyway, argued. Yeah, I mean, despite everything that happened uh, towards the end of his career, he could still yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first time I saw Jonathan Patton um, is in his interi- injury interrupted first season, which was uh, 2013. Um, he was talking to Richo on the boundary line and I swear he was staring Richo in the eye or maybe even a, a t- tiny bit taller. It's just an absolute monster in the unit, if, if the knees hold up, you know, it's a once in a generation type of player. He'd have some kilos on Richo too. But he would now it moves well too which is surprised you know that's why he's you know, number one draft pick in, in the rest of it yeah that's a good goal there yeah go to Sydney for the weather, fantastic just trying to think, how many premiership players have you ever got running around on the field today, Like, sorry in the game we're watching today Hunt and Mumford I think that they're the only two. To go. Uh, did Shaw? Shaw, sure, you're right. He like sort of played, uh, yeah. of course, he, he was uh, from Collingwood. Got the librarian smother on Rewalt in square. Oh, yeah. And I know uh, Stephen Gillam, like I said earlier, he's playing for him, but I don't think he's uh, playing today. He was on their list, rather. Oh, the pace. Uh, oh. So that's not the first time it's going to happen to him either. If you're playing on Patent, especially if you're a team that relies on mobile backmen like um Hawthorne, North Melbourne, if you don't have the monster backman, you need to get them.
1: Yeah, otherwise, you just, otherwise you
0: don't play. Otherwise just double triple team guys like Patton. You've got everything out bloody big. Yeah.
2: Lake, but I don't think even like. Would...
0: now? lake has Lake's got the, the veteran card though. He can get away with a few little things that um, young Backman can't get away with. He can be the sneaky type, yeah. But I, even then, I oh, I don't think he's going to be able to shoulder the shoulder with Patton if Patton's fit.
2: That's
0: a nice pickup in the wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're, that's ridiculous. No. Yeah. Is there another game where the umpire is expected to be a mind reader? Yeah. No, you intended on that one. Wait, what? Yeah, thought crimes. It's it's weird, but. And you wonder why people who've never encountered AFL before think it's fucking odd. Ooh. You ever 2nd down and tried to explain all the rules? Yeah, I give up after five minutes. And then you know that's obviously not not a deliberate fruit kick. It is absolutely deliberate, but yeah. Anyways, it's one of those knack things. Like you kind of have to understand it to understand it. You understand? Understand. Yeah. Lucky Whitfield, another number one graphic for him. Looked to uh, looked good, so I thought this year. Oh, that's oh. good from Cameron. Yeah, like i was saying, you know, he's uh, forty goals down on his last season, Cameron, but I think uh the attention level he got this year and you know um gee, not bad for a one step kicking in the wet. Oh I thought it was gonna be um So he probably over <laughs> <performed>. <laughs> Oh Jonathan Giles. You've got to get rid of that beard, champ. Yeah. yeah, it's falling off the top of his head. Looks like Freddie Flintoff's cousin who's missing a chromosome. You have no idea what you're talking about, Dunstall. No no sunshine there, sitting all, all week.
1: It's
0: not bad from Dwayne Muchl. Oh, Aww. <laughs> Seemed like a drop and run. Have a shot, son. So after all that uh, only a couple of goals down to GWS after the first quarter. Um they had the go of it early on. And then uh, Nick Davis run them running the drinks for uh, Sydney Um Do you really need to run drinks like that? Just over your mouth. just your mouth up there. Yeah. Well LRT. I don't know if can close his mouth. <laughs> sort of runs a bit slack, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, no shit, they're not huddling on the ground. I think that's because the coach is like, nah, fuck that, I'm not going to there. you come to me. Especially some of them who might have plates in their legs or whatever. All right, have a look at it now. It's unbelievable that this is the same day. Yeah, this is when Sydney like folklo- Oh, I, I, I live in Sydney because of the weather. I like the weather. Yeah. I'm not going to Melbourne, it rains all the time. Fucking <laughs> look at this shit. Look at this. It looks like they'll come back the next week. <laughs> well, In fairness, Melbourne does have an indoor stadium for that, that sort of thing. When they do close the roof, as Brad Scott has often mentioned. Yeah, yeah, for those that don't remember, uh, there was a massive thunderstorm at um, quarter time here, and we've actually come back about uh, after a 25 or a 30 minute quarter time break because uh, the AFL decided it was too dangerous to keep playing. So. That's why the, the conditions look so different. You can still see the, the little lakes around the side there. And it's still going to be wet with footy. Oh, that's it. Push him into the fence.
2: <laughs> I tell
0: you what, the Swift gave away that free kick there, but at the same time, it's that kind of uh, almost aggression that you like from uh, someone like him. <laughs> He's starting to, you know, get a a man's body instead of a, a boy's and starting to push it push his weight around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, nice to temper it a little, but I like the like the intent. Yeah, and I think picking your victim too is a good option. Yeah, I don't know, probably that scared of Reshaw. No, exactly that's what I mean. Compared to a few others out there. <laughs> Give Reshaw the free kick, you know fine, they will probably fuck up. He's one of the most frustrating players, really, sure. He does some things brilliantly, chases, runs, and then you're like, beautiful. And he seems like the sort of guy that would just get lost in his own house. He just does the dumbest shit sometimes. Well, that's what a Collingwood upbringing would do to you. Jesus. Oh, yeah. oh
1: Jeez. The first one, not the second one. Yeah, well.
0: the traditionalists would like wet weather footy a little bit because it's all you know straight down the line and keeping it simple and just uh, gain metres all the time I think a lot of it is it's a very um, strong test of guts and willpower because if you're running in the wet you can't change direction Um you have to run in straight lines have to run straight at the ball and you have to hit the body so... A lot of the, the very agile players, the outside players, their pace is reduced, their agility is reduced. So it comes down to who's willing to take the hits, and not always the biggest guy. I mean, no, Luke Hodge, one of the most courageous straight line running players, definitely not the biggest. He's probably one of the most beat up. Yeah, a lot of scar tissue there. the years the mileage. And that looks like a simple goal there, but in this weather, yeah, they're all twice as hard. set shots. Yeah, too easy for it to come off the side. Yeah, you know, as you're running towards, the water spraying up on your boot. Even though, Jeez, you. I tell you what, that's all, now that we're seeing it on the replay, that's a free kick against McLean. I think. Have a look. Did he dive in? Yeah, he dived into the legs. Yeah, yeah I'm, with you. I'm with you, Piggy. It does seem a lot of the time the umpires sort of tend to apply fairly loose interpretation. It can vary quarter to quarter. Now, we we're talking GWS uh, in the second quarter here. Um, their big uh, name recruit for the opening season was Tom Scully on a much-talked-about five-year million-dollar-a-season deal. Um, so he's into season four of it coming up this year. I've got to say, it hasn't panned out as good as I'd hoped. Um, and uh, Jack Watts-itis? A, a little bit... It's a different one than Jack Watts. because I mean, he's a number one pick as well. Um, he's a number one pick for Melbourne, though. I think too much hype too soon. Too much... <laughs> he's been okay, though. Whereas Jack Watts has been a disappointment because of the number one's pick status. Well, it's hard to carry a team when you're 17 and the team sucked for so long. Yeah. But I mean, at least GOS is a new team. Uh, when Scully jumped on board. At the same time, we can't blame Scully. If somebody's no. silly enough to pay you a million bucks a year for five years, You're going to jump at it. Well, fuck it. Everyone's paid us a million bucks a year to do this podcast. I'm all for it. I think you've done your dough, but... I'll take the cash. <laughs> as long as it's guaranteed and up front, we're laughing. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, at the end of this season, I'm not sure if it's doing it now, but at the end of the season, he uh, Scully ended up as a tagger. Um, I don't know if you want your marquee... Million dollar player as a tagger, but that's where they've ended up with it. Um, and I thought, you know, when they uh, when Melbourne drafted him, I thought it was going to be better. But uh, yeah, there it is. Um, the, the good news is they've got two years left of his contract, and I dare say his next one will be a little bit smaller. Um, the GUS have uh, a lot of cap space to go after a, a, another big fish. I hope they do. Or maybe just hang on to the ones they've got. That too, but I think. I, uh, It'd be great to see them get some solid. Um, what it, say, who would you say? Who would you look at them picking up? Um, well, I mean, it depends who comes up on free agency. Yeah. Um, what type of player? Oh, you, you want a big body midfielder. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they've got key forwards coming out of their ass now. Yeah. Um, and other teams are lacking key forwards. Plenty of them can use one or two. So you've got trade power there. Well, I mean that's how they lost, you know, Tom Boyd this year and uh, picked up Ryan Griffin. He's a great pickup. He's a little bit older than they would have preferred, but still. um, I think Griffin is actually brilliant for them. Yeah, of course he's. Um, Not only is a good value. He was way misused at the dogs. It's hard for him to misuse. I mean, the dogs are down the bottom as well, but they don't have any cattle dogs. They're struggling. Um, so, so you know, you say good value. Um, I say he's exceptional value because the Bulldogs are paying a quarter of his wage while he's playing for DWS this year. Even better, it's rent to own. Yeah. What about left leg. He's a natural lefty, is he? I don't think so.
1: Um,
0: That's one skill then. Fair enough. It's one skill I have no idea how it has disappeared from the modern era. Well, there's been some talk that now they expect the players to burst and run and get onto their good foot, but um, you know, I, I still think if you can keep, uh, hit a target from 40 metres on either other side of the leg, it just opens things up. Yeah, I mean, bursting and running, awesome. If you can burst and run and have either foot, how is that not better? Yeah. You've got literally twice as many options. So you know, if you're a 13-year-old lad thinking of getting the AFL, use both legs, both hands. And don't get the tats. Don't. <laughs> 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 yeah, way too 15. 12 so, uh, is playing for me. Up and under. Yeah, it's almost a hand pass for a kick there, but
2: yeah,
0: if it works. Cornelio, he, he could start in his career. I know he's one that, um, oh geez, some of the, the other clubs have started to look at and asking how comfortable he is out in Western Sydney. Oh, you muppet. Interesting season. Uh, They started the season just 2014. Um, After three rounds, Sydney were uh, one win, two losses, and GWS were two wins and one loss. Don't think anybody picked that either side of that equation. Hmm. But uh, six wins for GWS. Uh, They had um, another win in round three over Melbourne, who they sort of had a little bit of the wood over Melbourne. I think they're uh, four from five or three from four at lifetime against Melbourne, which you know for an expansion side is uh, kind of embarrassing. For Melbourne, that is, but you know, they're used to be embarrassed at the last couple of years. you embarrassed at the people that turn up to the match. Players, they're called players. Yeah, you might call them players. <laughs> They've been called a lot worse. Where do you see Sydney going this year? Uh, oh. I think they're falling off. Even though um, Tippett and Franklin will be fit. Maybe. Well, they lost to Malchewski. Um I think that's a massive loss for them. Especially... have got to be holding the ball. That's a shocking. You thing. can't drop the ball after you attack while you're being tackled. I like that when you have had the miracle shot from the boundary in the way. Oh, yeah, sorry, mate. If I saw you, over the have passed. Yeah, tackled. Oh, no, it's a handball. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, he's still fucking like nutty though. Yeah, no, he's hand passed to himself. Oh, jeez. Pinpoint, look at that. Davis with his kidney still attacked at this stage. They try to call these uh, the Sydney Derbies um, the Battle of the Bridge. Yeah, which is just really silly because you know, okay, Sydney has a harbour bridge but and what's that got to do with GWS or Sydney? It's not like they cross the bridge to go play each other. There's a bridge out on there, isn't there? Yeah, but you know, I can kick over
1: it. <laughs> They're both on the same side
0: of the bridge, so you know, they're going to battle on the bridge, it's just inconvenient for both sides. And they've got to pay tolls. No, you've got to bark
1: in.
0: Um, Now, when I was picking uh, which game of GWS we were going to show, um, it was. At first glance, it's pretty obvious that the the win over Sydney eventual minor, minor premieres in round one, the first time they've beaten them in their uh, existence, it, on paper, it looks like um, the best winner for the year, and it probably is, but I very nearly chose round 23 against the Bulldogs, purely for what it's going to mean, and, um, they, they've got their, i say first genuine rivalry building with the Bulldogs, it's going to be fantastic to watch, I reckon. Mm. Um, a lot of people looking forward to the, their lining up um, later on in uh, season 2015. Um, and in the final round of last year, there's a little bit of uh, diffo. Um, ironically, when uh, Ryan Griffin got a hit with a, one of the best tackles of the year, but uh, it's the two teams that you hope they really push that rivalry themselves and. Make it into a draw card. Um, While well, they're on the rise, hopefully both teams rise together. Uh oh, GWS are closer to a flag than Bulldogs are, I okay?
1: reckon. Yeah, if they can
0: hold on to their players, they are. I think Essen's closer to a flag than Bulldogs are. There. And the if they don't hold on to their
1: players.
0: <laughs> uh, you know how they play the. Uh, pre-season matches in random places Like there's always the uh, overseas match they play sometimes one in the UK one in the US one in New Zealand all that yeah and original ones yeah GWS should go to Japan why Japan over the rising sun what's it going to do with GWS? Apparently. that's what you go? Gold Coast, wouldn't you? the sun? that would work better yeah <laughs> I'm thinking because uh, yeah. they're the young son. Uh, GWS would work much better. Uh, Gold Coast. Yeah, because they've also got, um, you know, Son of God there. Yeah. You know how uh, teams play random matches yep, pre-season yep. like and all Yeah, Gold Coast should go to Japan. Brilliant idea. <laughs> oh,
1: sure. Who's the better sure? by Mark,
0: by an absolute mark. Actually, you know what, I think Reese would agree. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I think you can argue. Um, Who's the better Rhys? Well, neither of them can read, they're both from Collingwood.
1: Yeah, I can leave that there. Yeah, a good deed never goes unpunished.
0: That's oh, a great right, sh-
1: As if you wouldn't have a crack.
0: Yeah, fully justified in having a crack there. Didn't work out, but that's uh, it's the best option there. Jeez, imagine what odds you get from the bookies right now. But again, it's the old, uh, oh, yeah. the old story though, isn't Seven goals six, and four goals one. So just you know, taking the most of your opportunities. Uh, oh, that's not a bad effort. I reckon you'd find tens right now. If you went to a bookie and said, yeah, we have to win," straight across the line, they give you ace to tens. In the run. Oh. Oh. Dude, it's not bad. Yeah, you know, good the grounds are when you can so run and bounce like that after it's been pissing down. Yeah, I was thinking that. Back in the old days, the ball would have just stuck in the clay mud. Oh no. Oh, no nah. didn't pay it. Put his speedos on, that's a smart man in weather like this. So I don't think they should have paid it either, it looks like it hit the ground. I'm sure they'll show it, no, they won't. Okay, Uh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough not paying it, sir. Keep going, keep going, and watch this. No, just a nice little one. Oh, perfectly weighted. And he's still running. And he's running a lot. There's that massive left boot. And he's still running. Oh, look at this. Shepard off, dickhead. Oh. Oh, unselfish. A break, gives it That's a great play from GWS. That oh, bullshit. Patton should have shepherded it off. No, nah, Whitfield should have shepherded it off. No, nah, so that should have shepherded it off. But uh, it all works so out, out at the end. He's still spewing. Right. right. No, nah, that nah, popped, popped out. out. Absolutely. Bad luck, champ.
1: He's
0: Let's have a look. New yeah, Whitfield. Look. There should have been oh. a big bump there. But anyway, it's worked out. Right there, Patton should put the body on. Cameron kicks his first of 29 of the year. If Patton does get a bit of that thug about him, there's going to be a lot of people on their ass. i tell you what, uh, Dylan, like I just said, Dylan Shields uh, started the sub in this game. He certainly didn't end up the sub in end of the year he's going to be an absolute unit.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, was a good chase from uh, Scully there. As like I said, he's not a bad player, he's just not a million dollar a year player. But, you know, the um, universe made waves by Simon. Well, is it half marketing? Like they're saying, look who we've got, you know, well another, I mean, another face on a poster. He's a number one draft pick, so they wanted him to play, you know. Um, oh, look they, at that They tried easy as the marketing side of things, and you know, I think it, it didn't work as well as they hoped. It certainly didn't work as well as Carmichael Hunt did. No, Carmichael th- well, Hunt seemed more committed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, yeah, Gold Coast got their money back through Karl Walker Hunt and uh, off the field as well, um, by all accounts, he's a very dedicated trainer and the way he prepares himself easy to look like, it, it just, it never came easy for him um, and it, it's hard to keep yourself motivated, no matter how much you're getting paid um, which is, you know, it's kind of good that he says, you know, I'm getting millions of dollars, but I'd rather go do something else and, um, you know, it's, it's something to say I'm going to walk away from it. I mean, obviously, he's going to walk away into another million-dollar contract. But um, yeah. wherever he goes, at the Wallabies and the rest of it, but still. I think, too, though, at the moment, the AFL is the the money sport of Australia. Um, I, yeah, but when you look at rugby, you can go overseas with it, too. Very true. But that means you have to live overseas. Yeah, all right. Yeah, if you want to play there, that's fine. But a lot of people, you know, don't want to stay in Australia, too but um, some of the AFL players don't want to earn money they'd go and be kickers in the NFL yeah
1: but uh, some people
0: just don't want
1: it
0: but you can't fault Israel Folau for having a crack I mean shit someone comes and says "Bridget," sure someone came and said to a upper level AFL player like um, not Gary Adler or anything but um, someone like him let's say Jeremy Cameron yeah Well. Yeah, Beams, take him and said, oh, we'll pay you $2 million to play soccer. You've got to think about it. They're like a crack. <laughs> what the?
1: <laughs> That's the fight. He
0: brought up the son of a commonwealth player. Right the son's of right a commonwealth player, I should say. That's just, they would have taken that to school with them. Part of the packed lunch. What, cricket bat, crowbar? Yeah, and a snack pack. Yeah. Gotta get yourself through the day. Collywood High School Starter Pack. No, I don't think there is a high school in Collingwood. They, they just stop, you know. you get to grade six, they're, they're happy enough. No, it was their junior school, they're just high. You ever see that movie? High High School or something? High School High. high. No. I'm talking no, about that, yeah. Trauma or something, you know, whatever those screw dodging them. Here,
1: here
0: they go. Look, oh, kick. <laughs> oh, another one. I tell you what, that's a great chase. Look He's made the, he's it, he's affected the kick. That's a great, is great is chase. See, that blue fly. Yeah, this is where they get themselves into trouble. Is yeah. that We're kicking to a one-on-one yeah. and, and shanked it? Is there one official strapping uh, supplier for the AFL? Oh, probably, I imagine. I thought they'd yeah. make a fortune. Yeah, I mean, it might be club by club through their sponsors.
1: But it has to be flesh
0: coloured, doesn't it? Uh, I imagine. I don't know. In as well. it very dangerous in the no, it seems like you'd have, I don't know, or something. Yeah, but if it doesn't have to flesh colour, they do have Medibank Private all over the bastard. Oh, yeah. Um, no, they're not allowed to have, you're right, it probably has to be uh, flesh color because they're not allowed to have sponsors except for, you know, um, one on the front, one on the back, one on the shorts, that type of thing, so they're pretty strict on the sponsors. What was bloke. It's a Coca-Cola tattoo. Or well, they get a Pepsi one, like CM Punk. Yeah, I guess they're going to have to treat that differently, aren't they? Maybe it's across this river when we come to Because <laughs> someone's going to be dumb enough, I'll guarantee that. Ah, uh, can't it. I think he's back as uh, uh, one of the development coaches of cats, this year. Oh, geez. Yeah, I think you've got to pay that one. He, he may have made it look a little worse than what it was, but it looked pretty bad. Oh, it's a free kick every day. Absolutely. I do think though, sometimes some players put their head in that position just to get a free kick. So I, I do think if someone gets a hit like that, they should be automatically taken off. I don't know what you're saying. What are you saying? <laughs> now, someone gets a hit on the head, take him off. Doc looks at them before they get back on. If you're really serious about protecting people and people aren't going to just fall over at the sight of someone coming towards them, that's the only way to do it. It will stop them using it as a tactic, that's for sure. Yeah, and look, can still be a free kick, that's fine, but the player hit needs to get evaluated first. That way they're off the field and they can be looked after properly. So, you know, do you have a concussion? Is there any spinal damage, whatever? The, that's fine. The danger there is then do, can the opposition use it as a tactic? You know, you give away a free kick for a head high, and oh, well, he we needs to go off now. But yeah, there's always going to be a bit of give and take on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I don't think you can. I mean, if the umpire thinks it's bad enough, he can just hold up play and get reported. Yeah, yeah, play gets rep- Head high reports were all over the shop. Um, and look, if a player's willing to accept four weeks just to avoid uh, one player kicking a the goal, they're probably going anywhere anyway, really. Oof. there's a wet weather kick. So if you're if your buddy's goalkeeping coach and he's forty five hour decent angle, wouldn't you just tell him to just run straight at the pocket, kick it over your shoulder? Well I know when he was at Hawthorne they oh. tried to straighten him up. No it had um you know, getting him to run in between um witches' hats and, and stuff like that and, and at the end of the day he just went, Mate, that's your style of kicking, just go with it. It's good that he had a crap in it, though. I mean, if you're going to take advice from any 4 forward, Dunstall's one of the ones yeah. you listen to, no matter who you are. Especially when it comes to set shots. Yeah. I mean, he and Lockett were in a class of their own. Oh, that's a nice grab. In the wet. In words. the wet. That's bullshit.
1: That's
0: a great I love it when they play on like that, I'm like... Go this way, go that way, go that way, and I'll kick the ball. He's by himself anyway.
1: <laughs> Interesting <laughs> option. Just play. We just saw
0: the Grundy mark at the start with kick from Phil Day. a really good use of the body, just protects the drop zone, put out his hand, takes a beautiful one. But uh, there's a hand Not up... Not a hand great hand kick to, the, to your key forward, to but it's uh, get well Grundy to there. Good body, and go he then did just enough to avoid giving away a free kick with a hand in the face. But I, I think that should be absolutely legitimate. As long as the eyes aren't touched, fine. Oh, I can't do as a player. You, you'll uh, be a great running halfback. Oh, you've come. Oh. Get off. Gee, that's not oh. a bad at all. Jeez. You know, coming off an all Australian season into that, you'd be able to pick up, push off, snap around the corner. Just seeing him then too, he wasn't that much smaller than Patton. He he height looked, wise. Height wise. Weight, weight wise is going to be thirty show. kilo. Yeah, so but um he's got some toe. For a guy that size too. And that body out. Beautiful. Left leg around the corner. Never in doubt. Jeez.
1: And that mobility
0: in those conditions. He's been... Really nice. has been an absolute... The the best pick-up for GWS. Leading goal kicker three years in running. Um, You know, they've got the big money for Israel, the big money for Scully, the big number one pick in Lockie Whitfield and... um, uh, Pattern, um, and it's, it's Cameron who's been the one that's really delivered for them. I think too, though, the AF like a lot of AFL recruiters for so long, have recruited athletes and turned in them into footballers. Yeah, but there's something to be said for the blokes that can get the ball. You know, they just they know how to position themselves, how to read the play, and it's got a lot of the ball. It, a lot of the legends of the game. Geez, you wouldn't bet them for many athletic contests. I mean. Tony Lockett, brilliant over a 10 15 minute sprint, but. Yeah, that's it though, you wouldn't yeah, go any further. Exactly. Um, and the same with Dunstall, same with a lot of the. Oh, Dun- Dunstall was a phenomenal strength athlete like, Oh, absolutely. And apparently he still owns a couple of bench press records and around the place. Yeah, but he wasn't a power lifter. You know what I mean? Like, obscenely strong for a guy who was mobile. Yeah. Cheese Cheese grated. I don't know if I've ever heard that one before. Oh, I get the same, just dragged on the ground. Bit of gravel rash. Spins around and then head runs right on the ground. Cheese bread. Yeah, I'll run with cheese bread. Yep, that fair, works. Fair enough. Oh, go the ball there. Devin <laughs> Smith, it was. Oh, magician.
1: What the fuck is that?
0: And oh, the Bronx cheers the other way. <laughs> Go to the tour, get in there. Oh, oh shocker. Geez, i have pulled that twice and that's what's happened. He's lucky to get in still. Good call, Jamal.
1: Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a cheese grater from now on. Yeah, Callum Ward, another good... Uh, and a tea bag. ...good reason for the bulldogs studio rivalry. I mean, it was their best and fairest in their debut season, Callum Ward. Ooh. So the three best and fairest with GWS are all out there, in uh, Ward, Cameron and this year with Mumford. Again, I really wish the Bulldogs would do better than what they've done. It's sad they've only got that one flag and they don't look like getting near another one for quite some time. They've only played in two grand finals for all. have yeah,
1: all
0: It's kind of sad that teams that have been in the game, you know, a couple of decades
1: have more grand finals than them.
0: Well, put up later, uh, got the same number one win, one loss. Yeah, they haven't been around since what? Exactly. 2000? Yeah, not, no, 96 or something, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, put... I thought he caught in the back then. pull your pants up. Geez, thank God for flesh-coloured. <laughs> it's a bit early to be getting that out to put him off. Yeah, great call. He oh. This <laughs> <It> is great when he came with the boot, though. <laughs> I like to say, you know, you Got the worst of it in the first quarter. You just, you don't need to claw it all the way back. You just win a quarter, and then win the next one. <laughs> just slowly does it. Grinding. Oh, look at that though, that closing speed. That's great stuff. Not a million dollars a season stuff. but you know, there's at least four hundred grand there. So he's, he's working it off slowly. And he's just turned the body thirty degrees, so it's not
1: quite in the back.
0: No, he did well not to give away the free kid. Yeah, it's just unfortunate now. Chesky's a backman. If you're, uh, if, if you that was a, a forward, he would have been a free kick all
1: day.
0: There you go. Seven to one appearances in the last ten minutes. That's what you know. The, their um, myriad of draft picks they've had in their three years. They've always been midfielders, 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 and then at either end of the ground picked up. You know, um, uh, some. Um, players from other sides, brother. Um, they're just still waiting for that real key midfielder to come through. And I reckon, uh, you know, Lockheed Whitfield's been good and uh, in his first year, but um, Dylan Shield, I tell you what, he's going to be the one for Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen Yeah, you can't keep it that long, though. <laughs>
1: oh, here we go. 16
0: seconds. Oh, he just got a boot to it. Ah, here it comes back. It, Buddy Franklin does seem re-motivating in this game, though. But it did seem he was coasting a little bit for his last... Um, a few regular season games with Hawthorne the year before. There's premierships, though. Those ones are actually quite all right. No, in the Sydney regular season the or, uh, finals are a different game. If you're not hungry in finals, you're not playing football. Well, that's what we want to see. We want to see a good
1: young team under pressure from one of the best teams in the country. Who was that one coach
0: said that? What's up? In really that uh, he, he has no, um, the half. <laughs> no motivational speeches in finals. Which is, if you're in the finals you're not motivated get the fuck out I can't remember which coach it was well it said that. it sounds like a Malcolm Blight type of team but you never know yeah, Malcolm Blight could be anything yeah. could be something utterly insightful or he could have said well you know it's finals time and the red frog looking at the blue sun so let's get ready to No, that's, that's, with... definitely, that's definitely a bit more <laughs> <laughs> actually coaches do tend to be a bit of an odd breed you got to be You you can't take it uh, for granted either, because you never know when that uh, contract's going to get ripped up. Yeah, no, unless you're Buckley. You wouldn't be getting any car loans. Oh,
1: that's a good grab.
0: Okay, so they did everything right there with GWS uh, defenders. Whitfield absolutely launched himself into that. It's um, you know for a, this is his first game of AFL footy, Lucky Whitfield. So you, you don't mind seeing that at all. Not even though he was always going to have prime spot for that mark, but still make them move. Make him do it. Yep. Like, um, there's Especially a goofy, a goofy fuck like LRT. It's sort of a back backing to do these days. You can at least at least give him something to think about next time he's going for it. Although I don't think he does much thinking. Yeah, though. it's not his strong suit. Oh, jeez. And let's be honest, if you're getting a free kick away. He's back at him. Oh, yes. done well. Yeah. Oh, the old switch. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's very unfortunate for one of your senior recruits in Hunt, but uh, he um, certainly made his value and um, the GWS for the rest of the season. But, uh, let's have a look at some of the outs from um, season 2014 going into 2015 from GWS. They lost Jonathan Giles, he's gone to Essendon. Um, kind of understand it a little bit. I thought he was a good player, but that lumbering Ruckman, Mumford's killed him. Well, no. oh, yeah, Essendon, who depending on how things go with the hook cases, he's probably going to be their starting ruckman for most he's of the season. He's going to be their starting ruckman, no doubt, because uh, it's the position where Essendon has struggled, because they've had Paddy Ryder, who's off and on, and he's obviously legged it off. to Port. Um, so they, they really only have the one um, number one ruckman now in Giles. And I still think he's a good pickup, but... Um, Which I'll you tell know. you what, though, if you're Paddy Ryder, that's a good job for you. Oh, we'll, yeah. He'll be port. Up, up and about next year for yeah. sure. Um, Robbie Gray that kid is a superstar but um, yeah so they've lost Jonathan Giles and they've you know, lost uh, Tom Boyd who was a ruck forward and um, obviously Jonathan Patton who's a, a little bit of a forward ruck. Running uh, with the flight of the ball? No. Oh he definitely touched it. Oh they're gonna review it. Oh for fuck's sake. How often do we get a review? And how rarely does it overrule the umpire? How I mean, rare, yeah, how rarely does it actually make a decision? It's usually umpire's call. Exactly. I think it uh, just shows how often the goal umpire gets it right. Until they get the super you know, slow-mo in every angle, you're never going to have something definitive. Yeah. Even uh, there, who can really tell? Oh, it's scraped longer. But... Yeah, the, the only objection I have with it is when the goal player calls it and then the field umpire goes, oh, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. When we need a let, Let's have a look. Like, no, the golden player's there, he's called it, it's his decision. If he's not sure, then call for the replay. We need a on there. Or if you think he's made an absolute power then oh, Then what are we going to do? The, the right? uh, opposition captain can call the review as well. Review the review. No, then if you get the goal umpire's made a howler, then the field umpire can overall go, no, no, let's go have a look at the replay. But otherwise, if the guile is 100% certain, why call for a replay? That's out in the full. Um, no appeal. So, you know, go back to it. They've lost Jonathan Giles. Josh Hunt's retired. Um, I think, you know, the, a, a good pick-up for him. He was serviceable. Um, it was probably the right thing for Geelong to move him on as well. He's, you know, a bit slow and... They're trying to field for their next premiership, but um, he, he had a lot to offer with that booming left boot. Um, I reckon he was all right, the GWS. I'm sure what time he was there. Mm-hmm. got to be happy with that. Um, they lost Jonathan O'Rourke the the Hawks, um, a former number two pick that I think only played half a dozen games, and is not playing today. Oh, sorry, not playing in the game we're watching now. Um, good, bad, we don't know yet. So we'll still wait to see on that one. Um, but it is that... He's uh, got some it. wingspan. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Um, it is that what uh, Eddie McGuire threatened, that um, all their phalanx of high draft picks are going to want to go back home. And uh, that's what led John O'Rourke to, to leave, leave the Giants. Yeah, that's dangerous right there. Um, Eddie knowing he's right. Jeez. <laughs> Sam Frost, whose um, uh, brother had a great year for Collingwood. Um, he's, uh, he's gone back to Melbourne, uh, back to Victoria. Um, yeah. they've, and they've also lost uh, Janks and Wiley um, to Carlton which uh, I think Janks would be the, the bigger okay. loss there I like how their buddy's sort of giving the eyeball to the back of Hunt's head Hunt turns around he's like oh nothing better <laughs> yeah nothing better <laughs> that's, that's alright mate, next time yeah now he give the eyeball <laughs> in fairness Buddy's not as dumb <laughs> as some people think don't regret one back he'll eyeball you know, every player but not Josh Hunt A man has to know his limits. And know crazy when he sees it. I'm pretty sure this ground still has a car park. You don't want things to get settled, is it? I can say, especially if Buddy's driving. (laughs) Might end it real early. (laughs)
1: There we go.
0: Nice mark on the big really Um I think the other that's highlight for GWS from this year so was uh, a couple just of players point. got to meet The Rock. You see that video? As you saw know, yeah, it? it yeah, well, it was, They went well, off and up to meet The Rock. Um, Trelaw and uh, I can't remember who the other player was. Oh, everyone loves The Rock.
1: Oh, <laughs> there you go, Jonathan Jones. Their game recorder.
0: Now playing for <laughs> Yeah, well, he won't get it. Um, and the other, uh, oh yeah. Um, Stephen Gillam retired as well, but he never really played that many games for G- GWS. so still a premiership player for the Hawks, so good to see. He's Whoa, oh, success. he's, he's got the collar choke. Yeah. But uh, the obvious big loss is uh, uh, Tom Boyd. Again, another one we never really saw what he's capable of, because he's only yet GWS for two years and spent one of them entirely on the no sideline. Gets the collar.
1: Oh, you missed a re-enacted there. In
0: the half. I am disappointed. Oh, another shotter. Yeah, so that's a lot of outs. Um, you know, high draft picks and, and experienced players that they've lost. Do you have They traded well to we get three picks inside the top ten, but again, more draft picks, it's just, I think um, they're getting a better mix of experience, ooh, ooh that was close, <laughs> um, you know, with Griffin coming in, but yeah, their, their worry is always going to be hanging on to the, the young stars that they've got. Well, I think... For the next season they're going to be okay there because there's always that threat of playing finals and that sort of thing but if they start to fall away uh, they've improved season upon season one they start to stagnate or go you know, backwards go backwards bit. every star is going to abandon them they're going to think no nah, i thought we are building here i'm out and you're going to see exodus and it's going to gut them um i don't think it'll happen i think they're going to build and build uh, if they do play finals this year, you're going to get players recommitting. Um, yeah. They'll be signing, you know, three, four-year contracts, um, and it'll be brilliant for the club, brilliant for the AFL. Well, I think there are two twin towers in Cameron. He, he's already come out and stated he wants to stay in GWS. He, I think he's one of those, um, a bit like Jared Ruffy for the Hawks. Just he's happy with the club. That's his club. I'm done. You know, he's a country lad, he's loyal. Um, and Patton, I can't see going anywhere else after you know they put him through three new windows. So you you he to stay. Well, you know, it's easy to be loyal when you're in the top five players. Um, they're getting paid pretty well. Club looks after them. Showing me the loyalty back, I think, is the least you um, can If you're not in the top five, and it's easy to ask for loyalty when you don't know if you're playing next week. I mean, yeah, those guys on the fringe, yeah, you're going to lose a couple of those, and you get a couple back. But um, it's when they're the real, you know, like you're saying, the top five, when they start to get their... A million dollar offers to go the other way. Mm. Um, you want to hope that they can, um, they want to stay for a little bit less money. Um, you know, and Cameron's going to be the, the big target, but uh, he's already re-signed a um, contract extension, so it's uh, that that side of it's a big sign for. Well, I don't know the GWS are going to complain too heavily about that, considering they were the ones who had the big offer in for Buddy Franklin until Sydney trumped them at the. Eleven hour apparently. Well, it Trumped him twelve months earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They uh, they ran the smoke screen for him all year. Jeez, imagine, imagine the buzzkill you had if you were the recruiting guy from GWS. Oh, you could! I like, got this stitched up. It's gonna be fucking massive. It's gonna be brilliant. He's coming He's to a Sydney. Why well, I remember um, during that trade week when it was a day bit day day. like um, Fernando Alonso. I remember during that trade week when they put out the tweet that uh, we have um, withdrawn our offer to Franklin due to you going to, to the slot. <laughs> you just feel the the ire um, dripping off it. Yeah, the un- unstated. They, they say it's hard to convey tone in, in 140 <laughs> characters or less. Diesel was all there. Toby Green's definitely there. Hayden Valentine. Oh, every team's got one. It's good to see. My favourite is uh, Brent Harvey. If you're playing around him, you'd fucking hate him. But uh, he's going to be a (laughs) 400-gamer, and you kind of got to give him a bit of leeway for that. (laughs) Big mummy, look at that. One of the best tacklers for a ruckman going around. And it looks like he loves it, too. He's dead of simple pleasures. Speaking of uh, simple pleasures for him, you always heard the story about Mummy when he was down at Geelong at the um, sausage and bread night. Or something. I think he polished <laughs> off about 40. I think was. Okay. Big boy. He's more sausages down his throat than Jenna Jameson. These young no, they not either, and the two don't. Well, they've not been a rival in their <laughs> yeah, time to Sydney. Sydney
1: just dominated them, so we couldn't call it a rivalry. You can't call it a rivalry unless there's a threat.
0: Yeah, it could go either, either way. Like I'm saying, um, that's what GWS is starting to building those rivalries. We talk about it so much with the clubs that sort are of down the bottom. And it's good to see, you know, they finally got that win over, over Sydney. Sort of get it out of oh, the way. Good or... Oh, good tackle. Oh, I give him one to go on with, too. Even and better. He's re- oh, I thought he was going to reverse it, then. Nah, let him know. Oh, he's still mouthing off. Geez, if any of these guys ever want to switch codes, slips fielders for the Australian cricket team. <laughs> I tell you what, Gavin um, Smith there, um, future captain, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got yeah. uh, Ward and Davis at the minute. And Davis is still young, but um, I'd like to see the single captain, and I think Devin Smith is sort of in that right age bracket. Yeah, I don't get this uh, a third of the team being captain sort of thing. Um, leadership groups is one thing, but not captain. I'm fine with leadership groups. I think it's fine, but the captain is the bloke. He's the coach on the field, essentially. Uh, and you can't have too many people driving the car. One guy says, nah, we need someone to stand up. It will be me. I wonder how much, you know, naming your captains, How much of it is um, off-field, that yeah, sponsors and media commitments and that kind of stuff that they can say we're sending a captain. Maybe it's just like a like any job. You get a pay review and you're like, all right, I want to be captain. And they're like, well, okay, we'll give you a title change then, yeah, and then a little wage rise, which is why you end up with half the team being captain. It's like, um, like the young lads. Having a, a bit of a catch-up game on the oval, so I'm the captain. Oh, no, I'm the captain. Well, we can both be captains. And then everyone sort of runs
1: around
0: anyway. He he just climbing the mountain. sea. did he touch it? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did touch it, but he also touched the back of his head. He should have just killed
1: that ball with a big fit. He got there a- was off the ground.
0: I'm going to say, and that's a good effort from Josh Hunt getting off the ground. <laughs> Oh, problems when he landed. He <laughs> has a great key for Chesky. He made that hospital hand pass look good too. <laughs> Remember when they announced they were going to the Gold Coast and to GWS, and everyone was like, nah, it's terrible, not going to happen there, they're screwed, they've got nothing, should have gone to Wagga. Yeah, haven't been proven wrong yet. No, but I like the mentality of it's not who you go for who you hate, too. To be an, uh, uh, an us, there has to be a them. And the City Swans supporters tend to have been a bit good time for a while, I reckon. Um, even now, crowds are still nowhere near what you're getting in Melbourne. They're still comparable to what you get in NRL. I don't know. I NRL crowds. Yeah, but you've also got to have someone you don't like. Like, Melbourne teams have Collingwood. Everyone fucking hates them. Um, oh, yeah. But having someone you just want to beat so badly. Yeah, it was those rivals like we we're talking about. Mm. But I think that that seems to be what the AFL is trying to do. Great Nuss and them with uh, Brisbane and Gold Coast and GWS and Sydney. Yeah, but it feels so manufactured. Um, it is, but they all kind of start that way. Yeah. It, it, yeah, but they don't. Um, you know, that, that's why um, the GWS and Western Bulldogs rivalry is going to be fantastic, and I hope they promote the shit out of it because it's not manufactured; it's genuine. You know, they hate each other now. <laughs> um, you know, with player movements and um, Boyd going that that way and Ward and uh, Griffin going the other way, and oh, and he's done his shoulder. Oh, fuck. Um, whereas, you know, these two, they put them together and go, all right, you two, you hate each other now. It's the Battle of the Bridge. And Swan's built a piss out of the two years. Yeah, the Battle of the Bridge isn't yeah, work. Exactly. It's like, it's such a papal rivalry. Um, unlike, uh, you know, Port and Adelaide, Where they actually started fighting from the get go and were competitive from the get go. I think Port won the first showdown. No, that was a lot of the background story because Port was going to be the AFL entry for SA. There's a genuine history there, and everyone hates Port Magpies. Yeah,
2: fair play to them.
0: Frio and West Coast were a little bit um, similar, but different. but they've had so many all in brawls on the field that um, the Western Derby is now uh, one of the highlights of the year, the you home know, home away season. One of those games you're always going to watch just to see who Valentine pisses off. Um, but this is the first Whoa. time that, <laughs> not just the first time, GWS have beaten Sydney, the first time they've been competitive. Um, so hopefully it starts to become a genuine rivalry now rather than just a, a blind date. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but it wasn't. I'm not going to claim I know the off by hand, but I do remember if you were paddling the ball while you're over it, you're in possession. It, it's control. It's all about control. Yeah, I
1: guess so. Yeah quite certainly very
0: desperate. they'll miss Sam Frost, I reckon. Yeah, it would have been good at, especially with a tackle like that. What actually happened though? Like? It seems like just I think if you're doing a shoulder with a tackle like that, you've got um you've got some pre existing. Yeah, yeah, that's the predisposition. position. Oh, I guess he'll come back with the shoulders heavily strapped, like half the players have. it's gonna heal he, which <laughs> no. He's done his shoulder a few times, few goes. Time yeah, look at still still there. still following it through. Back in. This uh, is the old Superman. <laughs> uh, that's a shame. <laughs> Unless you're Selwyn. Gee, that's great, defending <laughs> It's such a shame that he sat out, I think, two or three months after this um, colour ward. I think he spent two weeks in hospital. Um, he's, you know, they. Oh, they got him young from the Crows, and he's going to develop really well um, to, to lead that back line for, for another decade.
1: Uh, in speaking of legs, speed, Jace, um, that was good closing speed from Phil Davis. This is one of the better games I've seen Phil Davis play. Uh, the big task on uh, Lance Franklin. he got rounds in front of him Yeah, so need enormous closing speed to get up to that uh, position. Oh, that's <laughs> a good throw.
0: You never see Johnny Longmire lose his shit. No, he he never looks interested either. No, like he's not uh, eating a sandwich during the game or anything, but it looks like he could fall asleep in any minute, minute.
1: Yeah.
0: He's at closing speed. it's closing speed. It's pretty easy when you hang <laughs> on to him the whole way, but you No, know, fullbacks have been doing that for a hundred years. Oh, we do doing a hundred more. I think uh, grabbing the jumpers been illegal since day one, yet to see a fullback who hasn't had a handful of (laughs) guarantee every match. Yeah, there you go. Oh, kick to kick there. Kick to a pack to see somebody take a screamer. Oh, it's great for the game. Oh well. That was almost intentional. Oh! Oh! dropped a sitter. Oh! I probably wouldn't have skipped it forward that way, but especially not with Buddy Franklin. That's yeah. right. Look at that. Oh, head arm triangle. He's paid it. Really? Well, I guess he did nothing to try and get rid of it, you know, considering the well, laying then. on top of him. Stuck next to his ear, his arm's trapped. It is that stupid, isn't it? If they mime and make it look like, oh, I'm trying to do something, because then they go, yeah, that's enough. You know, I think a lot of it comes down to... Um, common sense? Well, umpires not being long-time players. Well, there's a couple out there. Maybe not tonight, but there's a couple that have used to play. They tend to be um, favourite umpires amongst the players, too. Well, yeah, the same as with most sports. Like, um, in cricket, rifle being a... Uh, Test umpire. He has more respect because he he's done everything, and he was pretty decent with the bouncer too.
1: <laughs>
0: Wouldn't you love to see Mitchell Johnson umpire? <laughs> <laughs> Who'd appeal more, the bowler or you? <laughs> Mitch, yeah. i there left armers that would uh, miss out on an the LBW. There's no doubt. <laughs> Ball's halfway down the pitch. He's been given already, <laughs> and probably given a send off. Yeah, I was battled chest on him. Whee. Oh. Oh. Yeah, great line, oh Devin
1: And it
0: turns He just decided to crack. Uh ordinary kick. But that's a Clever to play. Toby Green there, the big punch over the top when you know you're gonna get smacked in the back of the head. That's a smart play.
1: <laughs>
0: and it's worked out for us. Yeah, you're a minute behind, Chase. we covered
1: that.
0: Yeah, that's when you know you're doing alright, when the, the opposition are yelling at each other. Oh, you love that. Doesn't matter if you're playing D-grade, under-14 basketball. If you see the opposition getting stuck I into each other. Themselves, yeah love and life. And then you have a little word, and go, he is ignoring you, you know. Jeez, he's not doing what you asked him to do. Or you got up like the other bloke, is it? Oh, no, you're the captain. Oh, no, he's
1: the captain. Oh, take really? Take oh,
0: quite sure. Oh, yeah. Jeez, that slap off the, the ball up there, leaving the bloke, Goldwood, on the line. Oh, the big fella. Stuck a <laughs> <stuck her laughs> mitt out. <laughs> Grabbed it like it was his 40-second sausage. 15.01 metres.
1: We've seen how good a recruit he
0: is with his work in the as well, but also that How good a recruit he is. He ended up best in Ferris this year. That's not bad at all. Um, shows a lot. To, uh, I'm not sure how many games he played. I know he didn't play them all, but um, uh, for an experienced bloke at his third club, it's good to see that he's getting plenty of game time and making the most of it, pulling it in awards. Well, by the look of it, it's just because he couldn't get his Guernsey off. I think they had to tattoo that thing on him. It's. Uh, does don't suppose he's poking the chest out, he's very proud. Poking the chest. I can see the colour of his nipples.
1: Look
0: <laughs> at that, right, forcing him and kick it to kick into a contest, You has got to be happy with that. Oh, yeah. Up and down.
1: <laughs> yep. Well
0: done.
2: That's no, one of the skills that back
0: one of the skills that you don't get an idea of from home is how well the players talk to each other and he protecting them from behind. There. Absolutely, like Hunt letting him know that he's fine. Let's uh, he play the ball and go with it. And it's just something you can't gauge from the outside until you're on the field. They'd be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how would that happen? Oh, oh, so Nah, fair enough, I don't want to see that free kick but um, that's a good result for GWS. And
2: look,
0: there's so little that defenders can do these days, you can't penalise every time they happen to sort of meander over the line. Especially when it's wet like this. Yeah. It's greasy. I mean, absolutely he meant to do that. I, no one doubts that at all. But it, you've got to give him something other drink. You've got to we'll give him something. We were talking earlier about uh, dual-sided players. Oh, that's, oh, that's that. great, baby. Jeez. Um, decent chops, too. Talking earlier about dual sided players, uh, Leon Cameron, the coach of DWS, one of the best in all time by all accounts, um, for those that remember it, when he played for the Bulldogs. A lot of these teammates didn't know which was his preferred. I was saying it's a rare rarity these days. Yeah, I mean, the, the best one I can remember seeing of the previous year was uh, Jason Akamanis. Akamanis. just 40 minutes out, either side of the, by hand or by foot, he hit a target. Uh, and then he'd keep on about it for about the next three weeks. But hey, when you're a Brownlow medalist and you've got those skills, you can say what you fucking want, really.
1: I'm not sure how many
0: games Dylan Addison play this year. So all those others are not bad pickups of the off-season. If they can just get that little bit clear, I know, I this, know this is a good. wet game, but it's not bad actually. Man. Their skills are pretty damn good, but if they can just that tiny little bit oh, of a fish The, the handball didn't work out. Oh, Jesus. power through. Well done, Shield. son. You love to see people breaking tackles. Yeah. That's why I reckon that Shields is getting an actually gun. That was it. Oh. It was. Love to see him. Oh, oh, good tackle there too. Sure. I think you'd love to see the breaking tackles because it shows they've got the Taking strength the game on. to take yeah. the gap on and the confidence to back yeah. themselves and go, you know what? I got this player covered. I'm going to bust through. Well, a big fella. Oh, oh, oh. Ball. Ball. Now, if you pay holding the ball at the other end, you got to pay it at this end. And he does. Yeah, he Good. Well, he, he didn't do anything. He yeah, just exactly. sort of laid down and chilled out for a bit. And he had both arms free. Can't see it. You I think the umpires should just uh, have a bunch understand. of band-aids on. Blood rule, alright, sticky, bang. Even better if they're like the SpongeBob ones or something. Could have gone a dark struck there. Yes. You just like if you, you just throw your hips up and down a bit and hump the turf, you tend to get away with it. In rugby league. In in AFL too, yeah? Okay? They count that as uh, making an attempt know if it's an, an attempt to impregnate the grass or an attempt to disposal, but either way. I seem to they like it. They appreciate it a bit better than Eddie had just because the air at the soil levels. Oh. Well done. Both players should be. Hey, oh, that's hard. it. Another great tackle. Oh, here we go. This is where they get a little hungry. Alright. Oh, good. Good spot there. Oh, well, it's good yeah. option. Beautiful wet weather. Oh, oh good, <laughs> good option. option. Yeah. Ex- executed. It's got over the fence. The yeah. idea was right, they just happened to be in the wrong direction. I planned the camera angle on that one. Yeah, Terry. We need spider cam. And one of the things in the last two years is getting against Yeah, another player could do it Oh, oh
1: in the way in.
0: yeah. Keep one on two. No, That's great. Jump on him. Yeah. Don't let him out a thing. Well. That's alright. Take that. Oh. Just a bit of push and shove. Nothing's
1: blowing out
0: there. Isn't that funny? There's a million dollar a year player for both sides out there. Yeah. And the fans are I know which one I'd rather out, and, you, and you've got uh, maybe a 200 grand player looking to knock out either one
1: of them. Again, great
0: roving by she Shields there. Oh, if you did well, did handle on that? Oh, what? Well.
1: It's
0: a horrible one. Oh. Get up! Great That's option. A great. That uh, punch off the ground there. Yeah, to a, a free player. It was the only option he had. Look at that. He three, did that perfectly. Three points down at three quarter time. What I was saying, they uh, got overrun a little bit in the first when the ball was dry and they just grinded it back, grinded it back. I think even now you'd <laughs> still a decent odds. Yeah, I think right there is where Davis has done his, uh, his injury. You'd be feeling it there in more ways than one—not just the, uh, the the bad injury, but um, being so close at three-quarter time and then getting a um, a bad one like that—you'd really want to play out the game. And why is that pause? Here we go. Right, here we go. We're back on, folks. Sorry about that. We had a little drop uh, out in the internet connection, but we're back here for the final quarter—the the big finish to the big game, Round One, 2014. Uh, I'm blaming nothing, Turtle. You can feel it in the crowd, actually, can't you? They're like, This one's on now, we've actually got a chance the GWS faithful. Sure, sure. Jeezy's been quiet the last That's two quarters, hasn't he? Preferred. I think Sydney's probably happy with that. But less he fucks up, the better he's off they the the are. Start thinking about it because uh, towards the end of this quarter, I'll ask you who do you think got uh, brown low boats? I've got it written down here, so just uh, keep that in the back of your mind for the next 15 to 20 minutes.
1: you say reshore, you know, fucking smash down you like to see those ones?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: one of the really crazy things is they're not getting marked against in those situations. And you the stop, look at options. Yep. It's and great. This is really the first time they've actually really had to make the Swans think them about them what them they have to do, Whereas before, you know, this stage line. is up by about 50. Well, they've done a really good job of pressing the ball carrier, which does help when it's wet, so the carrier doesn't have the same um, mobility and ability to dodge. Yeah, but yeah, um, that sideways agility just doesn't happen. Yeah, and you keep their head down. They have to be looking at what's immediately around them rather than what's happening on down the field. Right, and surveying and, and uh, weighing up the options, where you just limit that uh, that choice for them. Yeah, I mean, as soon as a player can get his head up and see what's going on ahead of him, they can start planning where they can give the ball, how they're going to chase up that sort of thing. But as soon as their heads down and they're just looking who's near them, that's a good tackle from sure. A Bit harsh on I mean, him, so you've got to give him an excuse when he does uh, it. Absolutely. Good
1: front-on
0: tackle. Well done. Oh, you got to mark them. He kept in front of him he didn't look. Now, look at the numbers at the drop of the ball. Oh. That's Brakes. well done. Oh, oh come on. I know, it's wet, but... Uh, oh, oh, fucking hell. You'd like to have about two minutes back, wouldn't you? But they were able to recover because they had options. i tell you what, The Rock wouldn't have liked that. No. Shaw sure can go. He's used, he's used to hearing that. Usually, it's Shaw sure can fuck off. i tell you what, that's not a bad effort. Oh, get yeah,
1: fucked. Yeah,
0: exactly right. Been a little bit lazy there, Josh. Mate. Just, you know. Oh, let it go out. Let it go.
1: Ooh.
0: The He's gone long. He I should be doing that every gonna time. going to say, anytime Hunt has a kick in and it doesn't floor, easily clear the 50 meter line, he should get docked with his match payment. It <laughs> 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 at least he didn't try and hold on to it. <laughs> oh. You're not worthy of being a full forward if you're not trying to grab every free kick around yeah, yeah, you, no matter who it's for.
1: The
0: tags that almost another. that's good contesting on the ground from the big oh,
1: both
0: of them I tell you what you've just had a shocker, it would have been great to go through for him there um, last quarter we talked about the outs for GWS they're yeah, into this year, now Ryan Griffin we've spoken about um, as far as I'm concerned he's still in his prime, he's 28 or 29 years old so you're going to get a good couple of years out of him, um, but like you said the value with. Um, uh, the Bulldogs paying part of his wage. You can't argue with that. they give up Tom Boyd for him, um, which you know we'll find out in ten years if that's a good choice or not. But for the now, you know, um, the kind of player they need, <laughs> quality with you know, somebody's quality with a ball in hand. I think Buddy made it a little bit better than it actually was. But yeah, look, that's what's going to happen. Oh, and a wet day. The full going to give away a kick every now and then. Yeah, and, well... Yeah, it's a free kick every day of the week. But, uh, yeah. yeah, he certainly made it worth arms it. Arms around him, but he did lean back and fall on him. But yeah, once you wrap both arms around him, I'm going yeah, to see it from a while. Yeah, they do away. tend to notice that bit. And Franklin's a quality player and also knows how to play to a free kick as well, which every every forward does. Yeah, but he does it too, so often, he's a bit like Jack Rewalk in that respect that um, when it is an actual free kick he, yeah, probably all that's has that in the back of his mind. The frustrating is too buddy doesn't need to. He's good enough to beat one on one pretty much any back win in the game. You saw it in the grand final, he had a great grand final and um, the number of times he took the you know, big one on one contested mark, you know, against oh, quality opposition. Crazy. It shows that when he's on he can't be stopped. No, which is why they double-team so much, and you have to. Or you just manhandling him if you're, if you're capable of it. Yeah, this is why I can't.
1: That's a crack.
0: Oh. i Um, Yeah, so Ryan Griffin, another experienced player I've um, What do you make of Joel Patrall? Good for GWS? Mm. We'll see. I'll, I'll wait until round three before making that judgment. Uh, like I said, he's a dual best and Um He's getting towards the tail end of his career, and um, Brisbane did the right thing by him. He said he wanted to go and retire in Sydney with a family, so they uh, orchestrated a, a trade for him down there. It was a pretty messy trade, from memory, was it? No, no. Joel Papel went straight through. It he, he was a, a clean cut one. They doing the right thing by him. Not bad to do that um, freeway. He wasn't involved in the bean trade. Uh, could have been but um, i think it was uh, a draft pick or something and they got on traded okay it always gets messy around trade time some some blend into each other yeah and someone depends on something else and something gets passed on to someone and Yeah. I, it'd be interesting to see what happens on trade day like how do they set it up do the do the rep uh, the list managers all go into one room or is it kind yeah. of like a school dance where everyone's kind of hanging out in the corners, and then they jump in, and someone asks someone, oh, do you have a boy? And you're saying, go fish, or? Well, I mean, it depends on which club, So, because some of them take it as, you know, let's throw everything on the table, and if there's a good offer there, then we'll take it. And, uh... I don't know if do that. They okay. can't. All right, free. Yep. All right. Him. One, like him two, done. See ya. But, um, no, Pat Phil left um, Brisbane on good terms. though it, um happy to fulfil his wish to get to New South Wales where he wants to retire. Um, so fair enough. But um, you know, a great, strong backman for him. He'll, um, I think it'll shore him up down the uh, down back for this year. You know, provided he keeps injury free and you know, sees out the rest of his career there. But after losing, you know, sort of, let's have a look. Three or four players with a lot of AFL experience. Griffin and Packville are the only two they got back in. All their other ends are draft picks, um, which has been, you know, it's been the way GWS has done it. Um, but they had three picks inside the top ten, picks four, six, and seven. And they were very active in trying to get pick uh, one off uh, St Kilda to try and get, you know, offer them picks, I think, six and seven, or picks four and seven, or four and six to try and get that number one puck draft pick. But, uh, Saints weren't able to borrow it. Bloody should have. Saints need to do something different. Um, I think GWS needs to look at the second tier uh, football. Much like um, there's been some decent VFL pickups. Yeah. That have come to AFL. Um, like you know, Giles is one of who's on the scrap heap a bit. You know, turned him into a serviceable ruckman, and now he's obviously off at uh, Essendon. But yeah, a little bit more of that, you reckon? Absolutely, because these are guys who might be uh, captaining a VFL side or even a New South Wales Football League side. They have the experience, they handle the pressure, they're in leadership material. Jeez, I'd say those guys are at least serviceable or worth having a crack at, because they're going to be decent value, they're not going to take much of the salary cap. You're only going to get a few years out of them, yeah? But they'll be quality years and they'll give you everything, because they know it's their last chance. They're not entitled it's um, yeah. their chance at the big show and they want to just grab it. I mean, obviously, the, the big story of that is Pods He goes from fitness and conditioning coach to you know, probably yeah. the second string full forward during his era, but he won a friendship, really. You can't argue with that. Oh, absolutely. And, look, well, he player. had a good year with um, the Crows. Better than I thought he was going to have. Yeah, I think uh, he and Walker will be able to work together them very, very well.
1: It's it won't be through.
0: Um, so you know, back to the GWS draft picks. Um, I had a look at who they they used their three top ten picks. They got uh, Jared Pickett, who's from the Waffle. So they stuck with your, your theory there and gone for some of these players well in the state leagues. get a couple of He's uh, he's still a teenager, but um, you know he's got experience against growing bodies. Um, I think that's a big point too. Uh, a lot of the guys coming through the rookie system, they're just not used to the playing against men yeah um, and, and you know the the chasm between state league and AFL is chasming yeah um, the gap in, uh, in in speed and skill level but I think also just the instinct to protect yourself uh, yeah you know when you're playing uh, against fully grown men and they will try you out uh anyone who thinks uh, the young lads get cut some slack no, nah, nah, you don't if you're crossing that line you're an AFL player you have a fair crack uh, just that instinct of when the ball's near you you, you protect yourself you punch your shoulders you um, prepare for the hit and I think a lot of the guys coming through geez, from the junior levels either aren't used to doing that or they're used to doing that when the guy hitting them is maybe 60-70 kilos rather than a hundred kilos yeah. coming at them 100%. It's not just when they've got the ball too. It's uh, you, you see it all the time when you go to watch the game. You don't see it as much on TV, but when you go to watch a game, if somebody's running off, they're always getting bumped. Um, oh, if somebody runs past you, you bump them. There's always contact constantly throughout the day, and it just wears them down. Um, I mean, the, the most famous one of that would be the Nick Rebold incident a few years ago when uh, he had a was it a busted shoulder and he's running back to position, and they gave him a couple of bumps to test him out. Yeah, that was the Scott brothers, but that was slightly illegal. Um, no, no, he's running back to position. I reckon that's uh, not, no, but it's been not made, immoral. It's been made illegal now, though, if, if there's somebody with a known injury. And, uh, it, and that's been the argument. If he's staying out on the ground, then it's not an injury, is it? No, they're saying if you target, you know, like if someone's got a... Um, Stevie Baker did it to Johnson when Johnson had dodgy fingers, he started punching him in the end.
2: Yeah, that's
0: uh, just so. Yeah, they've made that illegal now, but um, yeah, I thought the most um, uh, dire example of it was Jack Watts in his first game against Collingwood. He had touched the ball out in the member side wing. Um, as soon as he picked it up, he had Shane O'Brien and two others burying him on the ground, and you could just feel the, the heart of Melbourne go down with that tackle there. But uh, yeah, so and Jared Pickett, um, I read up on him today. um uh, they said he, he plays the Brad Hill type of role. Uh, <laughs> Uh, sorry, Brad Hill type of player. He's worked hard on his uh, endurance running. And he's always had the speed and the flair. But, um, he, he's not about pick-up. He was the bolter during draft week um, with all the testing. Um, next is uh, Caleb Marchback. Um, oh, oh that's bad. Played in the TAC this year. They said uh, a Sam that's Reed he's, he's that's that, shocking kicks, mate. A Ben Reed type of player. Thanks for listening, Josh. That case you've had a great game. Top, top marks, mate. Used to the pressure. Okay, yeah, so Caleb Marchback, Back, uh, a Ben Reed type of player, so a, a tall um, running half back, um, not bad from the TAC, and Paul Ahern, another uh, midfielder with great disposal skills. Um, so they're picks four, six and seven. But what I think is interesting about them is uh, Pickets from WA, Mark Back from Victoria, Ahern from Victoria. So they're talking, you know, they're worried about keeping their uh, big draft picks. Now, there's not many the New South Welshmen in the draft, but they're picking guys from everywhere. Now, and, you know, they've got academy picks as well, which they'll hopefully try and hold on to, because they're locals. But um, that's one of the harder things that, uh, you know, Port Adelaide and Fremantle don't have to contend with as much. You know, they've got a bigger local area to pick from. Yeah, no, Or a richer local area. Honestly, I, I blame... New South Wales development for that because they've focused on Sydney so heavily they've missed out a lot of the rural areas where some decent, talented AFL players have come from. I well, mean, Especially you think Wagga. Wagga's been an yeah, absolute... Uh, Paul Goldmine. Kelly, Carey, Longmire. Mooney, I think, even. Uh, I'm not I, wouldn't sure put him, so. I wouldn't put him quite in the same class as... Oh, no, I'll put him on... The, the Danaherds. It's uh, a generation ago. She's... You'd have them in your team. Yeah. Um yeah. I can't imagine any sane person wouldn't have Kerry in their team unless they happen to be playing in that team and were married. But um and Kelly, player of generation. Yeah, oh, uh, I just love watching Paul Kelly play. Endless guts. And not pretty much fat on it. And you know, courage to stick with the Muller for so damn long. <laughs> And I like to singing him too, he had some good songs. I think he's actually he's an ambassador for GWS now, isn't he, or a developer of some description? I don't care what he is, keep him around then. Yeah, exactly, he's just one of those people you want to keep around. You know, he's never going to be the guy doing all the oh, marketing. Oh, jeez, that's a great grab. I'm glad they paid that. Kelly would never be a, a face you have for marketing, but if you can create a perfect player for heart and soul of a team, he would be... Good. punch. You can feel it, they believe now. I think half of it's really Sydney shooting bricks. (laughs) Granted, first round of the year, so everyone's kind of feeling a bit nervous. But um, it just seems that GMS approached it with, this is our opportunity to win, and Sydney was like, oh, shit, shit, that's, a, that's a nice free kick. That's someone with a sense of theatre. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty Here's funny how the umpires do get caught up in the matches line. Absolutely, do. There's so much more riding on a free kick with five minutes to go and yeah. a goal in it than there is during the regular match. And there'll be so much more criticism of that free kick of too. Of yeah, always up. under much more scrutiny. And no, no matter if it's completely justified, if it decides the match, there's going to be at least fifty percent. Oh, you know you're going, going to get fucked up. You're going to be seeing it replayed all week.
1: <laughs>
0: For a second, it looks like they two number 18s. I'm, I'm just doing the same thing. <laughs> that great tactic.
1: Legal,
0: know. but. <laughs> uh, Jeez, that's right. Well, scores a okay, right? sure. level. Scores are level, you've got the right to play. Reckon you'd be feeling pretty good. I think you're allowed to think you can win from here. Yeah. You're allowed that liberty. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, you're fucked. Yeah, we're level. You know, eight minutes left, but I'm pretty sure we're fucked. you know who's the son if that happens. Got belief. You, can see it in eyes, God, you like to see just those stunned faces in the red cap <laughs> <from> the side <laughs> by now. They're trying to figure out who's playing. Minutes, really. And the clearances matter so much more in the way the two is. Well, it's right. so hard to get the ball back and get clean possession. I mean, if you're already 50 metres the other way... I tell you what, good, good tackle. That's Benny McLean getting tackled by Josh Hunt. There is no way in the world Josh <laughs> Hunt a <laughs> better catch Benny McGlynn. I tell you, once he does that, there's no way in the world he's breaking that tackle. Nah, God, no. Gotcha. Look at that. Oh, at that. oh and here field. he goes. Oh, well done. Oh, a couple. Sucs can candy. Great Oh, <laughs> Probably a little high. Need to be lower for the chest. Addison, another Bulldog dropping one there, but uh, that's great from what he, he Like I said, in his first game. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, oh.
0: Yeah, that's uh, lazy <laughs> off. Ambitious, we'd say.
1: Well, they did say, I said, yeah. Well,
0: I swear I haven't seen <laughs> it. I haven't <laughs> watched this match and I haven't watched it before the, uh, this either. I did like how the no, state no, had a convention that they've never seen a game end to end, end. end. Yeah, of Which is actually incorrect, so I had seen one, but uh, I've never seen them live. Here you go. Oh. Um, whoop. Actually, the one I saw, I think, it was on Hawthorne 1 by 160, so... The thing I do love about the oval ball is that you can never 100% predict what it's going to do. Generally, the third bounce pops up, sometimes it stays flat and goes low, so it really rewards people that just Take the ball on and try and get it before the bounce, rather than hanging back and letting it roll. Like you saw just say. Well done. <laughs> yeah, of a well, spectacular spoil there. Yeah, a jump spoil. Well, that's a that's a veteran getting away with the one there. Well, two hands fair in the back. I mean, Oh, it's a great pickup. Well done, son. Oh, get around him, boys. you should love that, back. Yeah, that's just a great pickup. Oh, it goes, it goes the other way. From left to right. right. This is what I do remember from this game. You see, you can see in the last camera angle the big, you know, the general pattern in the goal square. He's loving this right yeah? now. You just feel all the momentum going one way. Oh, you got 18 blokes all screaming for it. This is going to be their challenge in 2015 for GWS is these wins shouldn't be surprises anymore. They should start to grind out a few of these against established clubs and clubs that are playing finals if they want to play finals themselves. Honestly, I think they will. I mean, I, I don't think there's going to be um, a lot of wins over top four teams, but they can definitely hold it to the gatekeeper level teams like your Gold Coast, Richmond, um, probably Carlton. I think Colin would be on the way down next year. Yeah, I'd think Collingwood would drop down a bit. But uh, yeah, they, they beat Carlton in 2014. day And I think they're going to... It'll be a good um, measure of content. I think it's probably about six, seven teams that can pick up those last four final spots. Who will be big fella. And it'll be just a matter of which team is willing to grind out those last five yeah. minutes of the match. Well, just going through my head, I think this is the first win they... Obviously the first win over Sydney. The first win ever over a side that played finals in the year. Um, because there are other wins for the season where Melbourne Spice, Brisbane, Carlton and uh, the Bulldogs, of course, in, in the final round. Mm. So it's the first time they have got to win over a side that's playing finals. You know, in the first couple of years, if uh, DWS beat you, it was almost, uh, that was almost enough for the coach, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, to feel sorry for the coaches. They win you know, it's because they have the cattle. They yeah. lose. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> they lose. They paid 800 grand to sit on their ass for the next 12 months. Yeah, I don't feel that sorry for them. <laughs> pretty sure I can do that.
1: The second kick's you want you to try to get the, uh, concede
0: the short kick. I don't know if I'd want that with the down by a goal with four minutes left. Yeah, no, it takes them two kicks to come back, so... <laughs> not an option well, worth considering, rather than kick to the pocket, but still okay. got to find at least like, in contest. Let's call that a pass, but GZ has some good he's breaks he's there, green. just to stop, and go back the other way. ...sees it out.
1: Players look at the scoreboard, they can see 23 gone, they know there's a few minutes left, 4.26 left to be exact, an enormous amount of time.
0: I know it's a, it's a dirt, derby game or you know city versus city game, but to have it absolutely pissing down rain and still have that a number of crowd turn up, that's, it is good science to do this. Yes. It's, uh, it's keeping the faith that season long though. It's going to be there. Well, I think, I think half of them would have gone home, but the public transport around the area is so shit. Oh, well, well done. On. Sure, that was just an extra or oh, extra little bit of pace when he wanted it into their leading goal kicker.
1: The biggest kick
0: of his career, the biggest kick of right-off Western Sydney's history. Another word word you offer associate with uh, Jeremy Gnover, that was desperation. Yeah. He looked at bomb one longer than he could actually kick in the rank, and didn't get there. And geez, didn't Sydney look like a mess at this stage, all the season. Everyone was writing them off. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, still end up minor previous. Hush!
1: Do you think out that in straight sense?
0: Sydney? Yeah. Now they're playing with their fire. Still
1: three minutes twenty left. They dump trio and
0: then stump North Northern. That's it, probably why you're it. not remembering. It. Yeah, I must block so that so out. In a situation like this, you've got a quality opponent, you've got the game, yeah, you right. you've got three kicks in front. Now is
1: the time to play possession three when you get a chance to start it down. You know that Sydney are going to be that
0: good off a good thing. Yeah, i much prefer to watch the Hawthorne Port Adelaide semi-final. <coughs> yeah, I went to that one. Brilliant game. Port probably uh, fucked himself sort of up by like kicking shit in the first quarter, but
1: it's Fair play.
0: Yeah, nine goals, 13 to 12-9. That's uh, one of the big problems there. 12-9 in the wet. Not a bad conversion rate at all. And they haven't been dollies or anything either.
1: <laughs>
0: nice dive <laughs> roll.
1: Yeah.
0: It was quite uh, dramatic. Some interpretive dance coming on the field. Well, I guess with the pressure and everything, are do what you can to at least attention? Ah, protect yourself, that's three why they do dive rolls. They he got some air on there, that was the funny thing. Oh, oh he couldn't get a clear game. possession. Look, oh, look, there you go. He knew it, as soon as he kicked it, too. He was off. <laughs> it's like the, uh, the Brad Haddon 6, the other day. Uh, gets up to the pitch, gets a mouthful, next ball, fucking back over the head. Byron to get. Turns his back on uh, Virat Coley and he knew that was on offence. That's the same one there. He's got this. He's got the lucky bang and he's off uh, possession. Bang. He knows. I got well, this. this one. I right. that. I'm going to go as far as to say the best number 48 in the
1: game.
0: Shame they couldn't hang on boys. Yeah, 20 points up. I think there's 2 minutes left if the time yeah, clock comes back up.
1: Is, uh, yeah, 2
0: minutes 30. I think there would be a lot of disbelief going through the Red and White fans at the minute. And uh, if you're a GWS fan, you still don't feel comfortable yet. So if you're a bookie and someone had a big bet on GWS, you're not feeling comfortable. So you start to be asking questions, I think. And here it is. <laughs> The oh, I was getting that, son. Oh, yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bloke that's enjoying his footy. And so he <laughs> bloody should.
2: <laughs>
0: he still enjoyed it.
2: <laughs>
0: I think now he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I might have got a bit overboard there. You know what? he, 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 he unlike Merrick Watts in the face. <laughs> so I see what you're saying. And it's not about talent this
1: game.
0: The about, just straight, yeah, no There's chance in hell run. he was ever getting called they're for running too ball far ball. then. Or you would be a courageous umpire. <laughs> Alright, two minutes to go. Who do you reckon got Brownlow votes in this game? This or who would have you given them to? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Alright. <laughs> <I think laughs> the Cameron's got a bit of a ball. Kicked um, a couple of nice goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I no. Mumford did okay, so yeah, Shane Mumford, three one votes. votes, beauty, when um, the big fish, I couldn't quite regular. squeeze Pat out, I reckon, nah. um, and they do tend to do the, uh, the two the or the one, head one vote for the losing and side, out, if you no say so sure, out, no chance in hell, You went missing for two and a half chords, I going to say, fucking ridiculous, um, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, oh bad luck. <laughs> the Nadal shot. He's gone in between the legs, got his own ball. Ooh. But yeah, yeah. Shane with three votes in his first game for the new club against his old club. That's ridiculous leap there. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, you've got to push him back. Fair enough then. Jimmy Bartel got called diving for that. Yeah, Shane Munford, three votes in his first game for GWS against the club that uh, forced him out through salary cap pressure. Two votes to Stephen Cornelio, yeah. pretty good game on the ball, and one to uh, Trevor, the rock lover. Mm. So all three votes to GWS in a game where you know it's only really the last ten minutes that uh, it blew out. Yeah. Sydney are always hard to split boats into because they do have such a, an an even convicted vision. Yeah. You know, there's they don't tend to rely on one player having long carries, which is what the uh, umpires notice. Because they notice the yeah. midfielders carrying the ball. Yeah. Um which Gary is the best player on on the ground. I am not taking anything away from that. But it's easier to notice how good he is when he is running, breaking tackles. Doing that sort of spectacular play that no one else can do. Yeah, so I, I, I reckon they're, they're pretty good at uh, Threeson. I would have had uh, Devin Smith, I thought he had an alright game. Um, you know, Heath he Shaw sure wasn't bad across half back, he probably would have got in there. Best of Ferris voting, but uh, yeah, so three for Mumford, two for Cornelio, one for Travol. Not a bad effort there. So we as we go into the final half minute, um, like we said, GWS finished 16th with six wins um, in 2014. Where have you got them to 2015? Uh, I think we've got them eighth. You got them sneaking inside the eighth? Yeah, see, I reckon they're capable. And half of that is their potential, and the other half is I think a lot of teams are going to be going back with next year. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've picked them going up, but uh, only as high as 13th. I reckon I'll get a couple of extra wins. Um, but, uh, yeah, not not quite challenging there yet. I, I don't think that um, this year's top eight, there'll be that many that will fall out. there'll be one or two, and I think there's a few more in front of uh, GWS yet. Um, I don't like um, that they've lost a little bit of depth. Um, but, uh, yeah, the main thing for the, uh, this year, I think, we'll try and get a, a bigger following. Like we say, so, make the most of that rivalry with. Uh, um, Western Bulldogs and you know even push for something like a, a Good Friday game next year, you know a marquee game. Well, the main reason I pushed for eight was because I can see, I can't see Melbourne and St Kilda getting up. No, they're going nowhere. They're your bottom two. Um, you can, the only way they get yeah. off the bottom is if Essendon get another peptide scandal or some shit. Um, I got them at 14 just because I think um, their resilience is. Been fantastic so far, yeah. but I think they're tired. Um, they're sick and tired of this crap, along with every football fan out there. Um, Brisbane and Carlton, I think they're going to be in the right direction. See, I, I reckon Brisbane. I pick them um, to really rise up the ranks this year. They, I reckon they're you know get Rich back plus Beams. That's a big midfield. Yeah, I I think they're they're going to be on the rise, but I don't think they're going to have the um, consistency necessary to move forward. I think next season, they're gonna really start to gel and be uh, very dangerous around Paul's mm-hmm. time. Uh, Carlton, yeah. Western Bulldogs, I, I don't see them doing a lot. Um, no, it's gonna be interesting. But like I say, Bulldogs, GWS, they're gonna be very, very interesting um, next year with the rivalry and how they're, uh, um, you know, at sort of that same level, you know, Bulldogs finished 7th this year, 7th? Mm-hmm. Um, no. No, they didn't. They finished uh, 15th, uh, just above GWS. So they're both at the same mark. They're going to be really good um, yardstick for each other. But uh, anyway, there's uh, the Mystery Science Theatre, sorry, Mystery AFL Theatre zero zero one four. Fuck, I'll oh, fuck that up. Don't worry about it. That's the end of the GWS game. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks very much for listening, guys. Have a great one. See ya.